Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Could a controversial WWE team be coming back soon? We'll talk about it in a bit. Plus, Melina comments on rumors of a return to the WWE. And who wants a fight with Keith Lee? It'd have to be pretty brave. For Monday, September the 21st, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. I'm Sergeant Jackson Riker. I'm Corporal Steve Cutler. And I'm the one person who truly appreciates all they've done for our country. Wesley Blake. I was raised to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I was one of you. But I corrected my flaw when I joined my brothers. And now, we will no longer turn the other cheek. Our blood was on your hands. So now it's only fair that your blood is on ours. Seems ironic to say that I'd almost forgotten about the Forgotten Sons. WWE certainly haven't, though, as talks are we will be seeing the Forgotten Sons back in a WWE ring sooner rather than later. This comes from Fightful Select this morning, who say that WWE's creative team has been told to come up with ideas on how to bring Forgotten Sons back. Now, a few people, including Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer, say that before they were taken off TV in the first place, there was some concern that the gimmick they had sort of vigilante-esque motorcycle gang didn't really read the room properly you know in a, in a time where sort of the unrest in america is at an all-time high a gang with the look and the feel of the forgotten sons didn't really work for wwe so the plan is uh, to bring them back into the fold with a new gimmick under their belts by the looks of things now we know that Wesley Blake, Steve Cutler, and Jackson Riker haven't been on TV for quite some time. Part of that reason, in fact, a massive part of that reason, is down to some of the comments made by Jackson Riker. Now, Riker, a very outspoken uh, pro-Trump uh, on his social media platforms, and uh, some of the comments that he made regarding uh, the protests and, and politics in general left a bit of a bad taste in the mouth of wrestlers within WWE, and consequently, Forgotten Sons were taken away from television around then. Uh, recently, Jackson Riker has made some anti-mask anti sentiment online as well, which has just continued to fuel that, that disagreement between WWE 
and the Forgotten Sons. But caught up in all of this is two-thirds of the Forgotten Sons, Blake and Cutler, who themselves have fallen very silent since uh, the, the Forgotten Sons were taken off TV. Now, we don't know yet whether the return of the Forgotten Sons will include Jackson Riker. Cutler and Blake seem a shoo-in to return since, you know, their, their absence from TV is not their doing at all. Uh, so we don't know whether or not they'll return as a two-piece or as a full stable at this time. We know that Jackson Riker is keen to return as it is because he's been posting loads of pictures on Instagram uh, of uh, him in the Forgotten Sun attire uh, at SmackDown events, like uh, photos taken from WWE.com, very much hinting of a return for the Forgotten Sons. We don't know whether he will be involved in that return, though. So it remains to be seen whether or not we will get a full Forgotten Sons return or not. Um, but to be honest with you, and a few people have said this as well, and I do agree with it, Cutler and Blake, they make a strong addition to a very quiet tag team division on either Raw or SmackDown right now. So a return for them would, uh, would actually be very well received at the moment. When we know more about the return of the Forgotten Sons, we'll let you know more at Cultaholic.com. How has it been? I mean, seeing old faces, new faces. Oh, my goodness. I've been crying all day. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. I keep putting makeup back on because I keep crying. Everybody's just it's good to see everybody. This is family. This is home. So it's been so wonderful. Like, I'm just so happy. I'm happy to be here. And what do you think about you meeting the new generation of WWE superstars. It's so great to see them. It's like to great to actually see their personalities because I only see what I see on TV and what the fans tell me. And I see this and it's I see their you know, personality outside of the ring. And it's just beautiful to see how genuine they are and what hum great human beings they are. So I just love seeing that. I'm like, oh, you guys, I just want to hug your faces off. <laughs> but here's the real question. What are we going to see from you tonight? I like to keep everybody on their toes, like to keep everything as a surprise. So, <laughs> mum's the word. A lot of talk over the weekend about a potential return for Melina to WWE. We met Melina uh, way back in 2005 as part of Eminem. It was the, the the faction that brought us Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro, now known as John Morrison. Now, she was a part of the company for quite some time, a former uh, women's champion while she was there as well. And she's been recently part of NWA Power. And speculation started over the weekend following a report from PW Insider that Melina was preparing for a return to WWE, and a return very, very soon. Uh, Melina saw these comments, and she has taken to social media to address them. Melina on Facebook has denied all rumors of a WWE return, and she's also chastised news sites for spreading that information and getting fans' hopes up unnecessarily. Uh, to quote from Melina's Facebook page, she also says, I don't know what my future will hold, but I know 2020 has taken so much from me, from all of us. Going back home to WWE would feel like everything I've gone through was for this very moment. But we don't know what's going to happen. There's so much more than just 
give someone a contract. I lost my father last month. Am I emotionally ready? I'm 41. Am I physically capable? Is there a story available? Simply talking to WWE makes my heart happy. I am grateful for my time with them. One day I will come home, but when the time is right. If I don't come back, it's okay. My life has always been about gratitude and positivity. Melina will always find and create happiness, even when it seems like there is none. But if I return, I'm going to put every bit of heart in it to honor my father and every bit of my soul to honor the loyal fans who followed me all these years, who stood by me through the good and the bad. I love you all so much. Never forget that. Please stay safe. So we've seen some cutbacks in WWE recently. Uh, Gerald Briscoe announced last week that he had been let go from the WWE after a 30-plus year career. Uh, Gerald Briscoe is now gone. Fightful reached out to Gerald Briscoe. He says uh, that he was furloughed earlier this year. He was let go in the last couple of weeks, and he says he's taking some time to himself before he speaks further on the matter. Uh, it looks as if quite a few people who were furloughed back in April uh, were let go from their WWE uh, contracts and commitments about four weeks ago. Uh, Fightful also report on how deep these cutbacks in WWE have gone recently. So we all know about the cutbacks in April, which saw a mass layoff of wrestlers from the roster, as well as uh, some recruits from the Performance Center and a few producers and road agents. We also understood back then that there was some deep cuts within the, 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 the Stamford, Connecticut building as well. Quite a few departments saw a lot of loss of, of, um, of employees. We understand that that has continued over the last week or so as well, with more people being let go from WWE. Uh, in, in huge divisions within WWE taking massive hits from this, uh, like the live division, uh, like a lot in production as well. Uh, travel and logistics departments have been hit. These are all places that currently uh, aren't doing any work as it stands and may not be until probably January now by the looks of things. Uh, Fightful go on to say, and I quote, the extreme cutbacks in WWE this year have led to many situations where salaries were decreased by tens of thousands of dollars, even for non-wrestlers and spots that would have many would have many people performing the duties have maybe one or two. There are also understudies being groomed for many spots in case someone gets sick. WWE is prepping several departments on the outright cuts and what that will mean for them. Now, WWE will come under fire and have come under fire for the for releasing contracts, for cutting and terminating deals, despite the fact that they are probably the most profitable they have ever been. There is an argument that says that they are still a business. They still have to run a business. So, you know, if you have a logistics and a travel department and a live events department that you're probably not going to be utilizing until early next year at the earliest, then this is kind of what it leads to. There is a there is a more ethical discussion that has to happen here as well, because as we say, WWE is a company that is making a lot of money at the moment, despite the fact they are going through uh, the pandemic the same as all of us are. But big cuts still continue within WWE, it seems.
We've teamed up with Audible to sort you out with a free audio book. All you have to do is go to cultaholic.com forward slash Audible. Take a look online at some of the free books on offer. It includes Dylan Postel, Life is Short and So Am I, The Story of Hornswoggle. JR's from Under the Black Hat is on there as well. And one of my favorites of all time, uh, The Death of WCW by R.D. Reynolds and Brian Alvarez. Get a free audiobook on us by signing up to Audible for 30 days. You get your free audiobook. If you don't want to stay with Audible, you can cancel any time. You won't be charged a penny, but you get to keep the audiobook. So that's all right, isn't it? Find out more at cultaholic.com forward slash Audible. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. International AEW star is set to make a return very, very soon. Following a Twitch stream uh, in conjunction with the Special Olympics of Illinois, Shanna from AEW has revealed that she is able to leave Europe now and return to the US. Uh, She's been stuck in Europe since the start of uh, the coronavirus pandemic. So therefore, she can't get to AEW. She hasn't been on television. She said during the stream, quote, I'm leaving next week to spend 14 days in a neutral non-banned country by Mr. Trump's proclamation. After 14 days, I can enter the United States. Let's hope for no more roadblocks. So good to see Shanna making a return to AEW. First time she's been uh, part of Dynamite since February. So it looks as if we're going to see her back on Dynamite very, very soon. And this obviously opens up the conversation about other international stars for AEW who haven't been seen since the start of the pandemic. One of those, of course, I am talking about is Pac, who has been in the UK uh, for... Well, since March now, I do believe. He was last seen on AEW television. And Tony Khan addressed 
why they haven't flown pack in and it's simply because it would be two weeks in isolation then whatever dates he needed to do for AEW followed by two weeks isolation when he got home so for the sake of like a couple of episodes of Dynamite it puts him out of commission for like a month and a half so Tony Khan was very adamant to say that when when the time is right to bring him back we will bring him back exciting day when Pac returns but it's great to see Shanna uh, seemingly making a return to AEW very very soon trademark wars we love trademark wars don't we uh, so there's two to let you know about this morning Cody Rhodes uh, that trademark that he filed for the American Dream which is owned by WWE uh, got knocked back once again for the third time now his attempt to trademark the American Dream was refused uh, the denial from the patent office notes that he requested reconsideration yet didn't provide any new evidence or any new uh, issue didn't really change his case so consequently they've rejected it once again if they could if he could bring something new to suggest why he should own the pattern to it then that might change the game a little bit also Ryback is fighting for the use of his name so he was in a He's an ongoing battle with WWE for the name Ryback. He says, quote, he said this on his podcast, quote, I'm dealing with Ry with the Ryback trademark. We're going into the trademark attorney's office. They're going to be deciding this in the next 20 months. This is going to be tied up. It's going to cost me God knows how much in attorney's fees and a lot of time. I'm getting the Ryback trademark so they cannot use it and profit off it in any way or expose it or do anything to hurt my brand further than they have already done. It's crazy. Ryback also talked about how WWE tried to uh, basically take all his social media stuff before he left. He said, quote, when I left there, they were threatening to me to sign over not only all my social media, but all my Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat at the same time. They also wanted me to not change my name from Ryan Reeves to Ryback legally. And they wanted me to give them my social media, which is absurd. Big love to the New Day. Big E made the announcements on his platforms over the weekend that they have raised over $11,000 for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People Legal Defense Fund. The t-shirts uh, that they were using to make money from, it's the one that features Big E and Kofi Kingston taking a knee before the SmackDown match over over the last in the last couple of months. And uh, yeah, over $11,000 raised for the charity. Incredible work. Some names have been announced for the NXT Gauntlet Eliminator. It's going down on Wednesday night NXT uh, to determine the top contender for Finn Balor's NXT Championship. We're going to see uh, Cameron Grimes, Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly. Those are the first three names confirmed. There are more to come, and we'll keep an eye on those over the next day or so. Chances are they may leave one of them as a surprise on the night. Rob Van Dam was on the Pro Wrestling Junkies show, and he was very open about his relationship with Triple H as WWE COO. He said the game tried to take credit for his success within WWE. So Rob Van Dam said, someone in an interview recently brought up that they got a tip that a reason that one of my first pushes in WWE was stopped was because Hunter had offered to help me with my promos, and I pretty much told him to F off. 
Honestly, that sounds about right. I didn't really tell him to F off, but I should have let him help me. I was feeling the stresses of the adjustment to the political machine there. I had Triple H and JR pulling me in different directions, trying to get credit for bringing me there. Triple H will be telling me one thing, and then JR will be pulling me the other way, saying, I got you this much extra on your merch. Can your buddy do that? And then Triple H would say, I got you this match because they want you to do this with you, or whatever. I just didn't want someone else taking credit to get credit for my success or take credit for creating me. I was very headstrong and stubborn. Sometimes that was good. But if I could have been a little more flexible on certain things, it surely would have made a difference in a lot of areas. Dave Meltzer has reported on Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Shayna Baszler was originally down to face Asuka for the Royal Women's Championship at Clash of Champions. This kind of makes sense since they were building to Shayna challenging Asuka even in the run-up to SummerSlam. And then that suddenly changed because Shayna ended up teaming with Nia Jax and they became the women's tag team champions that way. Uh, Don't know when the company decided to change plans, uh, but they certainly have. There's also some talk as well, and this this is speculatory more than anything, that Keith Lee is being added to the main event of Clash of Champions on Raw tonight. He is in a match against Drew McIntyre, and the talk is right now that Keith is looking to win that match, and then they make Orton, Drew, and Keith a triple threat ambulance match. I don't know how much truth there is to that. I I think, personally, logistically, a triple threat ladder match sounds a bit messy. But we'll find out in a couple of hours, I guess, won't we? And staying with Keith Lee, one man who is a big fan of Big Keith is The Big Show, uh, the WWE's living giant of a legend of a man, star of The Big Show Show, uh, was speaking to WWE India. And they were asking him a whole number of questions about his career. And one of the questions they were asked is about people he would love to work with on the main roster. And he said Keith Lee, saying, quote, Keith has a ton of momentum behind him right now. He is a tremendous competitor. I think if there was an opportunity for me to step in the ring with Keith and help him on his journey in some way, shape, or form, I would love to do that. Plus, he's got a good chest for chopping. That sounds like a threat. That sounds like a painful, painful threat. Over at Cultaholic.com, find out which former WWE tag team is not only releasing an animated series, but releasing their own whiskey as well. Details at Cultaholic.com right now. On the Cultaholic podcast feed this week, it's a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. Matthew, Greg, and myself chatting about Smackdown back in the year 2000. You can check me and Matt out on the podcast feed tomorrow at twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic andrew is back tonight he is he's been digging out the playstation 2 games on our monday evening streams and i hope you'll join editor andrew tonight he'll even moisturize his head if you ask him very nicely twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic hey if you missed it over the weekend on our youtube channel a brand new episode of behind the match check out the curious case of the time that randy savage faced off against dennis rodman the basketball player in 1999 plus uh, we spent 500 dollars on fake wrestling merchandise from wish and we got Adam Pacitti to open it all. If you've missed that over the weekend, check that out right now. Both of those videos live at youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 